During the time I played Final Fantasy XV when it came out, I collapsed near the 13th chapter, I wanted to return to Final Fantasy XV, where Noctis, Prompto, and his royal guards head out with Daddy's regalia, and set forth to keep his kingdom, Insomnia, alive. Developed by Square Enix, and delayed for over 10 years, released on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, where even a Nintendo Switch phone version was made available, and released in 2016, there's much to talk about. The visuals are more gorgeous than I remember, but it's different this time. Final Fantasy XV is the lighter version of Last of Us 2, which with some soy look from Noctis would make the average player narrow their eyes with disgust at Noctis's impatient attitude. This is a staple of Final Fantasy men. Pussy men who are forced into adult situations when they should still be learning how to be kings. Maybe it's how when you use the king's swords hidden in the tombs that when Noctis swings them, it takes away from Noctis's health. It's about gaining responsibility that you can't pretend to handle. Noctis's health drains and it's worrisome, because as the player, it behooves you to level up so you don't have to use the king's swords. It's a message that still holds true. Sometimes power is not a good thing. Much of the game is exploring the world of Asomnia, where everyone talks like they are country bumpkins. Cindy is the exception because she is. What you don't consider is that while doing little mini-quests, building up relationships with Cindy, and improving your weapons with Sid. Your father's brother, who was slain at the beginning. What is hilarious is that the news gets the story wrong about Noctis's life and his Kingsguard Gladius says, I don't know what to believe. Americans have a word for that. Fake news. Even in Final Fantasy the idea of the press is forged to corruption, which in 2016, it seemed like a prophecy. But what Final Fantasy does best is offer a world where you can fish, take pictures, hunt monsters for gill, currency, and do side quests that build your ascension points gained from completing quests and camping, which Ignis, Noctis's bodyguard, cooks at your rest points. The track Safe Haven is ideal for anyone who needs music while they cook. It's about that feeling you had when you had friends and you never stayed more than 5 seconds from calling them. It's that feeling of camaraderie that Final Fantasy has achieved in their legacy. When watching Final Fantasy VII Remake, I didn't get it, and I wasn't interested in games back then that weren't up to my standards. While I don't begrudge anyone the notion of loving Final Fantasy VII, it's not my ideal gameplay experience. It's probably how people see Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation, but for most, it's a divide that causes me to question games and the nostalgia that whether graphics from the 90s are a product of the time, or what emotions we have when we play games causes us to feel. But Final Fantasy XV seems to catch the emotion I felt when you were with your friends, and you had such respect for them. While many reviewers focus on the technical aspects of the game being repetitive, which when it comes to Altitia, the City on the Sea, the Hunter quests are at the same locations when you take the quests from the Maghu Bar. As I remembered, Altitia is the exact representation I felt when I was in Venice and felt a sense of majesty. The smell of Venice returns to me when I arrive on Sid's ship, and the exquisite beauty is the defining factor of the visuals. It's why I returned because much of my selfish attention to reliving experience I failed to see is why video games will reign supreme over films. Films, even since 2005, have faded away, but video games, since the 80s, are why films now have to compete, but as a creator myself, the competition I have is with myself, and learning to bring techniques from other mediums, is what will help writing books succeed. But Final Fantasy XV's music was as close to Downtown Abbey's score as the series could get, but with a writer like Julian Fowles, it would have made Final Fantasy stand apart from the unmemorable dialogue, while the plot points are certainly memorable. Finding the first Titan, in the first half of the game, is what most filmmakers wish they could do. But also, it's about Noctis trying to attain power that he might not be able to handle. It's intriguing to look at royal families and how Noctic's brother-in-law, 
is actively trying to start a war between the empires, and stop Lady Lunafreya, from marrying Prince Noctis. It's Altissa, the city on the sea, that makes the story linear once again, as leveling up to 35, proves that all the grinding is worth it. As you travel through Venice, it's almost a crux to just stop there, because the hammer does fall. Lady Lunafreya is killed by the beast Leviathan, as she sacrifices herself to save Noctis. After this, the game takes a dark turn. Noctis and the group are in chaos. Lady Lunafreya passed on the ring after Noctis defeated Leviathan, as it is Noctis's duty to earn his right to be king. Gladio is angry that Noctis won't accept his kingly duties, but as they retrieve another sword from a royal tomb, they have to take back Insomnia, but not after Noctis meets a Leviathan and it tells him that to become king he must lose everything. Noctis is in exile at the island of Golden Key for ten years as he returns to fight for Insomnia after it has turned to darkness, and he has to fight for his right to be king once again. Oddly enough, this seems like what Ryan Johnson was inspired by for The Last Jedi, the worst Star Wars film in the history of Star Wars, but that's another topic. Once the villains are defeated, there is such a character progression through Noctis, as he arrives to reclaim Insomnia, with the god's blessing, and after all this, there is a happy ending for the story. Was this worth the years spent away from the game after it came out? It was a game that most people hate, but after all these years, it was nice to revisit. You even get a certificate of completion when you finish the game. So, it's not that bad. There were downsides to the game. There were complaints about the ending not being sold, unless you bought the DLC components. But to experience the single-player campaign and returning back to it was a joy to play, as I sense a feat of accomplishment. Final rating, 7 tenths.